Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is man like Doreen. Hi, this is Tom Thelma. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the nightmare fuel Hassan Malone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, O'Dockery. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Kyle Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. To Broken but Glorious podcast. Because like me, you are head to toe a pro. Hello and welcome to my Brit Rest journey. I'm Chris Laff and I'm delighted to be joined on live by Carl Stocks. How are you doing this evening, Carl? Yeah, very good, very good. Yeah, right. huge thanks for joining me this evening. It's hot and sweaty and we're both dying of hay fever. Yeah. So we apologise <laughs> for any sniffs and coughs and sneezes. I'll try and cut as many as I can, but I'm sure I'll miss a couple. <laughs> so Carl's joined us to promote Tommy and Tobias's wrestling show in The Circle in, I want to say it right, Go on. Bake Off. Bake Bake up. Up. That's right, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so it looked like backup, but yeah. I, knew, I knew it wasn't. <laughs> on there, Sunday the 16th of July. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, a spectacular wrestling show for all the family. It's a tragic, tragic story behind the show, but um, it's a yeah. great cause for, to raise money for. So. You still there? Yeah, yeah. Can you yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, I just, my laptop keeps saying digital, digital experience. Uh, disabled, then digital digital experience enabled. So I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, did you did you hear the last bit I said? Or yeah, I got it all. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, so what. So you tell us about the show. How did you get involved with it? And yeah, so um, so when I heard of the crash before I realised who it was. Like it's obviously on the everywhere on social media in terms of uh, mm. Northern news, like proper Manchester reported on it, the MEN reported on it. Things like that, and I was like, "That's that's sad." As you do when you read mm. something, you move on. You don't, you, you kind of forget about it. And then about three days went by, and um, someone at, at my work said, oh, "Have you heard about Tom's kid?" I was like, "No, what's going on?" And then turns out the crash was involving Tom's kid, a work colleague of mine. And uh, no, no, yeah. So um, the situation. So Tom is called Tom Spencer. His son's called his son's called Tommy. His nephew is called uh, Tobias, and there was another boy called uh, Rocky involved. Mm-hmm. The lady who was driving, she was pregnant, is Tommy's mum, Tobias's auntie, and also Rocky's mum as well. Um, so I, it's instantly your heart kind of breaks because when someone's that close for you, it's mm. it's, um, it's it's shocking for them because with Tom Spencer is is such a nice man. Um, I mean, it, it's not to say I wouldn't do it if it was just somebody I, I knew I, I didn't like. For, for there's nobody I don't like, to be honest. But um, when it, when it's someone that you, you think he's such a top guy and he doesn't deserve this, mm-hmm. he's had a tough year himself. Uh, without going into too much details, um, and I, the the fund me last I checked, I think it was about three or four weeks ago. It was up to about forty four thousand for the GoFundMe oh, wow. family. Yeah. So it's, that's a phenomenal amount. Don't get me wrong. That's an absolutely phenomenal amount. I put myself in there thirty pounds, um, and I thought that's just not enough. Like for myself, what can I do? So Tom, Tom's been speaking to me at work um, a few times when he when he near my area because he lives like Saddleworth region, um, or when he's close by, let me know. I, I do Unstoppable, which is Burnley, which is what thirty twenty minutes away from him. Mm-hmm. Um, Bolton, um, but there's nothing too much close to Saddleworth. Then he went to like Yorkshire territory, but it's still forty-five minutes away from where he's based. 
But then when I did have something, it was like, oh, he's with um, his mum, or I'm not available that weekend. So there's always schedule clashes. So, sorry, my, my phone's just going here. Let me turn that off. Okay. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, was, so, uh, yeah, so when this all happened, um, and I give the £30, literally I was sat at work and I was just daydreaming as I, I usually do. It's a case of, I can do more here. I can definitely do more, but I was... I was more hesitant about asking his permission to do it because it's a sensitive mm. subject yeah. than I was the guys. Um, and oxymoronically, I asked the guys first if they'd be open to it rather than Tom because I didn't want to message mm. Tom so quickly after what had just happened. Yeah. And I, I said, well, we've got a group chat at Bolton Town Wrestling and um, I just there was a, a line of, a thread of conversation and so I just put one big um, note saying, on a sombre tone, guys, sorry to bring this down, blah, blah, blah. And the response was just, bam, phenomenal. Um, everyone was willing to work. Um, they're doing it for free. They're taking times out on a Sunday. Um, I've got some good names in there. I've got people travelling from Scotland. I've got people travelling from Wales. I had messages oh, well, yeah. from I had messages from France, believe it or not, as well. Um, and I had to say, listen... I can't accept you coming from France for a free show for you. It would be worth it. Um, but thank you very much for reaching out. I appreciate it. Um, I put a post out on Facebook saying rookies wanted because um, I also want to do something for the wrestling community in the sense that mm. we've got a bunch of guys here who are experienced who are going to be in the matches. But if people are new to the business, say a year, a year and a half in, and they want to um, network and all that type of good stuff, get some exposure in the ring and, and a rumble, Please feel free to join us. So we've got some guys doing that as well. Oh, uh, nice. But yeah, I had like Ravy Davy message me uh, of ICW. He's got his own promotion up in Scotland, community yes. um, pro wrestling. And I met him once when I did a show in Newcastle, maybe five years ago now talking. And um, I said, I really wish that I could have you. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to have you travel all the way down for, for, a, for you to do it for free um, and travel all the way back. And he said, I want to do it. Please let me do it. So he he asked me. I said, if you're serious, I'll put your main event. Promise me. Promise you this. I said, let me get get the dates because the original dates I had was the fourth and the seventh. Sorry, the seventh and the fourteenth of July, which are both Fridays. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the venue, he could only do um, certain dates, which didn't yeah. fit with David. So he said, I tell you what, I'll send you a bunch of lads down. So we've got like five lads coming down from Scotland. One of who just tagged with um, uh, Grado as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I put him in the main event straight away. Uh, I'll take Ravy Davis, Davis' word for it. But yeah, going back to what you said, I knew I could do more. Um, what you asked, I knew I could do more for Tom. Um, and uh, as soon as I, I asked him, he was like, "I appreciate that so much. He'd love it." So as soon as it, I got permission, it was just wheels in motion. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Do you have, do you have any names from the British scene or matches that can be announced? Or? Yeah, of course. So um, I'm wrestling myself. Um, me and Callum Corey or Sandy Beach as he's yes. known as uh, as the Tequila Slammers we're going to defend our championship title there uh, against Jack Johnson and the Rabbit oh wow yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a good team <laughs> who are two of my favourite guys because me Callum it's, it's quite sentimental to me as well because me Callum uh, Alan and Jack we all came through together at the same time mm-hmm. same promotion same trainer made our debut at the same time in the same show and we're all somewhat successful within wrestling. Me more recently than than the other guys. Alan's been a champion at GT Ministries. I think he's the current champion there. He's been the Bolton Town Wrestling uh, Champion. Same with Jack Johnson. 
Yeah, um, plastic mud spray bits just seems to just exploded. He's everywhere. Just like, oh yeah, listen. We've been. <laughs> the thing is with Alan, it's not that he's not a social media guy. Mm-hmm. He's um, and he's not one. He doesn't drive, which never helps in wrestling. But he also doesn't put himself out there enough. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of a good thing because I always say sometimes with wrestlers that it's so sudden to get out there that they'll burn themselves out, and that's what happened with me. So I was so eager to get myself out there that. I put myself under so much pressure, I ended up crumbling under pressure of mm-hmm. thinking, who am I? What's my gimmick? What am I doing? Rather than just going, can I work your show? Can I work your show? Blah, blah, blah. Trying to get myself, can I help with the ring and all that stuff? But with Alan uh, and Jack Johnson more recently as well, because he's going to be phenomenal in the next um, 12 months. You'll see yeah, more. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's so good. <laughs> he's, yeah, he, he's, his improvement in the last, since the pandemic return, I mean, I, us guys again, um, us guys who came through them, we've known how good. It's almost like a secret of how good they are. But when you don't put yourself out there to be known, like Jack didn't, and like Alan didn't, and Alan doesn't, um, then they're always going to be that unknown entity. But now Alan, Alan you see uh, the red that is doing Tidal, is doing is is doing um, pro wrestling for you. He's getting more and more traction now, and they realise he's a good solid heel or comedy character. Um, Jack Johnson, since he's had a couple of gimmicks, hasn't he? Um, yeah, you'd never think just saying Salford would be a it works and, and he had um, the wasp which was a silly gimmick We all, mm-hmm. when we all came through um, it was originally WrestlePro it's now Pinfall we all got given silly gimmicks so I was a soldier uh, Jack Johnson was a wasp <laughs> and, um, we had to fight through them silly gimmicks to, to get to where we are Jack was the Wasp and then he became Dwayne McKenzie which is kind of similar to what he is now but I guess when somebody must have said Jack Johnson is a fine name yeah. to, for a wrestler just be who you are and t- t- turn it up by, times by 10 which is what the old saying is in wrestling he's found his niche and it's, it's working because now he's doing he's just about to get on This Is Wrestling he's coming up to that um, yeah. in the future I predict he'll be on Soft Pro uh, very quickly is uh, on BWP. Uh, he's been you know, he's a couple of Battle Island shows. He's been yeah, the infamous shows. Yeah, we are infamous. Yeah, um, Wrestle Island is is, is going to make a big impact there. And then again, going back to the four of us, Callum Corey, obviously, he's been on Progress. Um, yeah. Been champion at Future Shock. He's been champion at GPW. And he, this, the, the kid's got a massive, 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 massive future. Yeah, it's just, he's it's just been a bit... Ha- it's just been hindered by injuries the last, like, 18 months, hasn't he? But yeah, he, is, he is really good. So. He's, he's my best friend. He's my best man at the wedding. And, um, yeah. So he'll allow me to say this, but unfortunately he's made a glass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's one, uh, um, and I said this on a different podcast recently, that I put her in the, I put him in the upper echelons of talent in in the UK, and he's back now. He's just returned back to Future Shock, and I put him there with the likes of Sonna Derson and whoever else right now is at the top. Of, you know, in terms of athletic, not too much of a gimmicky type. Um, put them in a ring with anyone, and they can have a, a match uh, with anyone. And in the next again twelve months, he'll be right at the top of British wrestling. That guy as well. Um, so yeah, sorry, I, I digressed. Um, <laughs> we've got that tag match there. Um, let me see what else I can announce there is Lucy Skies appearing oh amazing um, we've also got uh, Isaac North appearing I don't want to touch on his um, match yet because that's subject to change um, depending on one particular person's availability and we also have um, what else can I announce let's see we've got a rumble match I'll announce that 
Because we also do have um, a four-way match, which may be uh, a five-way match. Um, so we've got Matt Meehan involved. Um, yeah. He's just coming back from injury, so I want to take it easy for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to figure out whether to put him in that match or whether to um, ease him in and just give him the rumble instead. Yeah. Oh. No, it sounds a great card so far. <laughs> it's a lot of my favourites yeah. already. So. A lot, yeah, lot, it... lot of good talent there. Yeah. Lucy Sky, I keep, I don't know whether breaking her arms is the best thing that ever happened to her because since she's come back, she's a, she's got an amazing shape and she's just yeah. had this confidence. She That's, does, yeah. That wasn't fair. Yeah. See, I, I remember again going back to my debut show. Lucy Sky was on there and she was against Alexis Falcon, and obviously uh, she's grown because she's still what she's now twenty three. Yeah, she's not very old. Yeah. So I'm guessing she's sixteen then. Um, but she, her personality's grown so much. Her confidence has grown. Let me just. I think... Am I a bit dark here? Let me turn the light off. One second. Okay. <laughs> or is it... Yeah, that's better. Yeah. Um, her confidence has grown. Uh, she's had a match recently uh, with Dougie uh, Matthews at BWP, which is an absolute barnstormer as well. Um, yeah. So, yes, yeah, so, uh, lots, of, lots of talent. Um, who else can I mention? We've got um, Maverick Matt Williams is appearing. We've got Jinnah. We've got... Jinnah's um, my seven-year-old favourite wrestler. So. Is he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good friend of mine, you know. Uh, we've got Drill yeah. appearing, um, Ryan Lloyd's appearing, so yeah, it's oh. a very good card, yeah. Yeah, he's a, yeah my youngest has, has a slight obsession with Paradox since he was about three. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> how old's your youngest now? Eight next week. So. Bring him to Bolton, because that's yeah. where I've got a, a faction called the Black Sheep. Yeah. And we've got Jinnah, Aitenstein, and uh, Alfie as well. Oh, he'd love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to go to Bolton, but because they always do it on Friday nights, it's do, yeah. get, it's getting from yeah. I'd have to get like the day off work, and so if they do want to go on some holidays, we could go maybe. There is, there is a show there. Um, what day to it? Next Saturday, it's the twenty fourth. It's like a um, Bolton Football Club do like a community um, oh, that's carnival awesome. type of thing. Yeah, and they, they've got wrestlers there this time. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. It's, his, it's his birthday weekend, so we're going to Culver's uh-huh. World on Saturday. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's upset, yeah. He's really looking for it, yeah. So he's, it's since the beginning of the year, he's like, can I go to Culver's World for my birthday? Like, okay. <laughs> Just before the pandemic, we had um, wrestling at Culver's World as well. Oh, we had, wow. We had a site, so there's like a, a tent, I think they used it for... A circus or something at the time, but Pinfall uh, took over it, and we had shows there all all summer one year. Oh, amazing! Yeah. <laughs> uh, so where where can people get tickets for the show? Uh, so it's online at the moment with Skiddle. Mm-hmm. Um, the links out there somewhere. Um, the, it's shared everywhere. Proper Manchester have just done an article. Um, Rosendale Radio have done it. Um, Saddleworth Free Press have uh, sent it out. But it's all over the um, Facebook at the moment. I think I'm going to be tiring people out so much because I'll be sharing it that much. I'll be, <laughs> I've literally joined all these buy and sell groups and I'm sharing it through all them buy and sell groups. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so just uh, watch out for the link as well. Yeah, the link will be in the description below the interview if anybody's interested in going. But it's, it sounds like a great cause. And so, yeah, it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. The, event, the venue is absolutely stunning as well. I went there um, last week to scout it out. I know Top Rope Academy had a show there the week before. Um, but it's absolutely stunning inside they've got a brilliant um, bar they've got a brilliant cafe uh, they've got brilliant seats up top so you can watch up the top or around mm. the ring it's absolutely ideal as well oh amazing yeah so, yeah. as I said 
link in the description. But a little bit about you, so let's give away yeah. your age straight away. So, who was your favourite wrestler growing up? Oh, right, okay, growing <laughs> up, okay. See, I've got a couple. Uh, I can tell you who got me into wrestling, and I can tell you who my first favourite was. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, my first match that caught my eye was it was a videotape. It wasn't live or anything like that. It's a 1992 um, SummerSlam Women's Day match between British Bulldog versus Bret Hart. Yes, I've got the VHS here. Is it yellow and blue? I don't know if you've to see it. Oh, right. Ah, red and blue. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah what okay. a card that was. Hawk and Animal. Yeah. Nah. Mm-hmm. It was outstanding, yeah. I, do, I don't even have a I don't even have a VHS player anymore, but I'm never oh. getting rid of it. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. I wish I still had my. To be fair, there were my older brothers as well. Um, but in terms of my favourite, the first person, my first favourite was um, X Pac. I, I don't know actually. I don't know because I watched all my brothers' videotapes, and I mm. loved Shawn Michaels. He was a bad guy at the time. He again, SummerSlam '92 had like Rick Martel match and stuff like that. Yeah, they can't um, punch each other in the face. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and um, so I loved, I loved it. But like when I really got into it, when I watched it every single week religiously, it was X Pac. For some reason, he just stuck out to me. He was, he was yeah. so good, so good. Well, he, he, when he was the one two three kid, yeah, Vince would throw it. You guys in with him, and it's like if you have a bad match with one two three kid, you're not ready. You're not being signed. He could have a good match with anyone. So it's like. That's true. Yeah. Just just shows how good he was, even at that yeah. like, such a young age. He is our gatekeeper. Have a good match yep. with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's all. Yeah. But yeah, I've got I've got a few. I've got um, loved X Pac, loved Jeff Hardy, um, but there's all of that mold, all all a bit um, not technical, but also not today's high flyers. It was, it was I prefer yesterday's high flyers than today's high flyers because if you ask me now, who's my favourite? Then you're going to get people like Randy Orton. You know the. Technical mm-hmm. sound, the the ring awareness, the storytellers, and things like that. But back in the day, yeah, it was the people like Xbox and Jeff Hardy and things, people like that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, what prompted you to start getting the ring yourself? So. Oh my days! It's uh, you know, before again touching on the age thing, it's one of those things where before I got too old, it's I had to do it. So, um, I'm, I'm 34 years old now, um, and I've loved it since I was about seven years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember being about 12, 13, because I grew up in Wigan, around the corner from the snake pit. I think it was called, what was it called at the time? Um, oh, the name's lost me. But it's called something else. Um, it's now a snake pit. And I remember uh, saying to my mum, Mum, I really want to go start training and wrestling. And as mums are with kids, it's like, no, you're not doing that. You'll get beat up and all that type of stuff. <laughs> and then, coincidentally, I, I've been doing a lot of sessions with uh, snake pit recently as well, so um, mm. which has come full circle. But... I remember seeing an advert on Facebook and to go wrestling training in 2016. Um, and I just, I just went, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to try it. And if I, if I don't, then I'm, still to this day, I remember saying to myself, it's, when I'm 65 and I look back and I've not done it, I'll just regret it massively. Whereas yeah. if I've tried it and I've not succeeded or I didn't like it or I failed or I wasn't good enough or anything like that, at least I tried it type of thing. Do you know what I mean? So I had to get into it. Yeah, that's it. I unfortunately waited till I was 40 to get so training. <laughs> so I only started tra- training last month, last year with my son. He was I 17. So he, I love it. I, I, I the fir- my first training session, I couldn't walk for about four days after. Yeah. I, never, never, <laughs> I was about three stone heavier. I'd never done a squat in my life. I'd never oh, done yeah. a forward, back roll, forward roll. I've done yeah. forward roll since I was about 10, probably, so about 30 years. But once I got that basic bit of fitness where it didn't, 
I wasn't absolutely wrecked after yeah. the warm up where I could actually still have some type of concentration. Yeah, it's, I love it. No. Yeah. Yeah, and I met so many great people. And, yeah. it, that's the best thing about it, isn't it? Like the people are always cool. I remember when I came through, um, my cultures um, with Jack, Alan, Callum, and there was two other guys who've since left. Three other guys who've since left wrestling altogether. And we came through a bubblegum who still to stay, I believe, is the best trainer that um, was out there. If you if, if you're still doing it, it'd still be the best trainer out there. And everybody be so much further than where they are already. Um, but when we did the training in the first sessions, it's like he'd teach you stuff that you'd scared to do. But then once mm-hmm. you've done it, it's like, oh, wow, I can't believe I've done that. Then the next week you're doing it for fun. So everything yeah. was like <clears throat> building all the time. Um, but yeah, I just started going back to training again with, at, at Salford. Um, Sam Gradwell took over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went for the first time two weeks back. I went yesterday and I uh, got whiplash in my neck, so I know all I'm aches and pains. <laughs> that never goes away. You still feel it, never, no matter if you're one week in or ten years, and you still feel it in training. Yeah, you, th- you, th- you think that doing bumps and stuff will eventually you'll get they'll suck less as it goes on. Yeah, <laughs> I think you just get used to how much they suck. <laughs> just, just, yeah, just you have to make it fun. <laughs> yeah, you do. At first, it was like when you, in the first year or two, it's like battle scars. You're quite proud of them. And then now, when you're like waking up in the morning and you have to count to three to sit up out of bed, it's like, oh god, what's going on? Yeah, I used to love it when I wake up the next day and have big bruises there when I come from the ropes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got any at the moment. <laughs> no, I've got none at the moment. But yeah, I used to, yeah, I'd love it when I'd wake up. So yeah, but I found, I found it amazing, like physically and mentally. It's just helped me so much. And, oh yeah, and it's been, it's been a been, a long time since so I think I've made new friends so yeah it was just yeah because yeah, you've got what you've got and then once you go into a different circle it's like oh wow okay there's this bunch mm-hmm. of people that like the same thing yeah I get it yeah yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. none of my friends like wrestling so I've never yeah. had like haven't had wrestling friends for yeah. ages probably the, the, the podcast of friends but I've never they don't really meet in real life you just kind of talk over podcasts and stuff so. there's also that many people that because you'll see someone at a show and then you'll not see them for like 10 months and it's either one or two things it's like Oh, I've not seen you for a while. How are your best friends? Oh, I'm so sorry, man. I forgot your name. Yeah. <laughs> there's no in between. It's not like I doing all right. So I was like, "Give a cuddle." I did not see you for ages. Oh, oh, fuck's sake! And I usually do that. Who do I do? Usually, um, I'll usually do it with like um, just like ring crew or something like that. Mm-hmm. I feel so. What's the word? Um, ignorant that I yeah. forgot uh, forgotten the name, but. It's because I don't take in that information as, as yeah, like a I'm, I'm crap with names. I'm going into an yeah. industry where everybody has two names. I'm like, yeah. oh. <laughs> so, so I just call everyone yeah. by the the wrestler name. I just, I just find it easy. Yeah, that's what I do. I call Drill Drill, but me and Drill went to school together as well, and I still call him Drill. Yeah, because um, Sean Only's our trainer, but I'm st- I've only just started calling him Pete, so cause I'm yeah. so used to calling him Sean. So, was X Pac Jeff Hardy who you wanted to mold your style around when you started training? Was, like, um, so, I knew I wanted to have a finisher off the top rope. Yeah. Um, but when I started training, obviously, I, um, I, I, in fact, right now I train, I, I wrestle a different style than I did when I came through because I feel like I've put on a, um, a bit of weight, not necessarily in a bad way or a good way, but the age way where you naturally get older, you get slower and all that type of stuff. Um, so I, I used to do like the Hurricane Manas and the Tilted World and all that type of stuff and I cut all that out now. Um, 
But I always knew I wanted to do a top rope finisher like uh, Jeff Hardy, but I didn't want to do the Swanton Bomb. Um, so I did the diving headbutt at Chris Benoit, and I did that a few times. <laughs> and then I remember I got whiplash um, in one ring, so I was like, right, I'm changing that. And then I did a splash, um, which put me on spin on. Um, so I kept that for a while, and I've just changed to um, like a coup de gras uh, instead. Like, oh, right, cool. um, but yeah, um, I, I never wanted to style myself necessarily an expert. Um, in terms of Jeff Hardy, I loved his silent charisma because when I first came through, I never had that confidence to be the microphone guy. Mm-hmm. Or, I guess he's not emotive, but he had that. You always wanted to win for him. And I remember um, one of my early coaches saying to me that you have a silent charisma when you stood in the ring. Whether it's good or bad, we don't know, but you have something that draws us to you. And I was like, oh, that'll do. I'm, I'm happy with that. <laughs> They can make the decision whether they like me or not, but as long as I've got some sort of charisma, then I can build yeah, on it. Um, but yeah, in terms of their styles, no, I, I never really, I never really had a style in mind. And again, as I've got older, I appreciated like Dynamite Kid, Bret Hart. They're the ones that I'd love to like. I love to study mm-hmm. um, in terms of, of wrestling. But yeah, definitely not X Pac and uh, Jeff Hardy. Got much more athleticism than I have. <laughs> Did you have an idea? Oh, sorry. We were doing drills right. yesterday, and it was the basic international warm up and things like that. Mm-hmm. I, I have bad sciatica, my like, hips are like that. Right? So when I stand up, I lean to one side. So the basic leap and sleep, I'll always bypass because I know I'm getting that Billy Gunn leap where his leg goes one side. <laughs> so I'll just bypass him instead. Yeah, I remember listening to an interview with Jeff Hardy, and he said having the swan top, doing the swan times as finish was the worst thing he ever did. Yeah, he's, it's, yeah it's, it's back as bits. I mean, that's that's, that's what ankles, isn't it? Yeah, so why? Yeah, but why are you still doing an AW? That's kind of a <laughs> if you, you start, you don't have to do the Swanton anymore. <laughs> but yeah, did you have an idea of a character you want to see when you start training? That so um, I only found that recently, actually. Um, yeah. So again, I was I was given that soldier gimmick, which because I, when I started training, I had a buzz cut, you know, a tight fade and all that type mm-hmm. of stuff. I was like, yeah, I'll go for it. I, but I threw myself in there, hundred percent. Got myself some um, expensive tights, boots. Uh, there's poppy on the tights, there's soldier on, and there's camouflage and all that type of stuff. And coming out salutes, and I had the dog tags, and I had myself t-shirts made just for myself, not to sell though. Yeah. So I was trying to, I was trying to play the part, and in the ring, I was trying to look the part, and all that type of stuff. But it never felt comfortable. Um, so I kind of slowly dropped that, um, and then after that, I just found myself floating around without a gimmick. So for a good, well, I, I want to say late 2018 to end of the pandemic obviously there's no wrestling um i was just floating about and uh, I, was, I was get as long as i look good i felt like i'd get bookings and things like that but it doesn't work like that and again i don't put myself out there socially on social media and i don't go to shows as much as i could because i've got a little girl and a wife and all that type of stuff so um i'm not one of the boys should i say um but then i remember i had a booking after the pandemic and i was traveling down to um BWP to do one of them carnival shows. Uh, it wasn't the one that you've seen, it was the one yeah. after that, though. And I, I was listening to Pearl Jam in the car, who were one of my favourite bands growing up. Oh, yeah. I, I had my black denim shorts on, and I had my Doc Martens on. And I just went, I'm going to go out like this today. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to have Evenflow as my entrance music. Yeah. I was, I was drinking a can of Monster, and I thought, if I come out, if I'm a good guy, I'm going to smash this on my head and see what the reaction is. <laughs> and it, it, was, it was phenomenal, so... Um, I got praise from uh, the two owners, Alan and Rye of BWP. They said, we want you on the show. So they got me on the BWP off the back of that carnival. 
and I was like, I'm onto something here. So I changed into the gimmick and saw it. Um, so it's, it's literally just, again, it's literally just me times by 10. I was a skateboarder. I loved my rock music as a kid um, yes. and, and, and some of the grunge music, not all of it. Um, and I just felt so much more comfortable. I was, uh, and then slowly that evolved to, okay, you've got something, but what's your hook? What's your, you know, what what can people hold on to? So when I remember, because I'm one of five, and I remember um, my sister once said I was the black sheep of the family because I was I was the naughty one, you know. I was, yeah. <laughs> um, so I remember thinking I was like black sheep. And there's no no black sheep in wrestling. Yeah. Like and and again, like I said to you, I, I'm not one of the boys. I don't put myself out there. Uh, I've got um, a few friends in wrestling, but I don't make it my 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 goal to have wrestling um, circle and all that type of stuff. Not said I don't. Again, I get on with everyone, um, but I'd rather just keep myself to myself because I'm quite a reserved person naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was saying to Drill, like, put me in a room of twenty people. I'm the one that just listens and nods and says hello, rather than I'm not in the centre of that. Um, and people can take what they want from that. They can. Um, I don't know, make decisions on how, how you are as a person. But I thought if I lean into that um, and become darker with it as well, then I'm onto something. So I can tell a million different stories about the black sheep as well. Um, and it just works. So I started that BTW and it just took off. Like The, the audience love it. Um, uh, the promoter loves it. And I started getting more and more bookings based off the black sheep of wrestling as well. So it's just, it's just easy. That sounds amazing. Very easy, yeah. Yeah, I'm the same. I much prefer to have one-on-one conversations than try and. I just, yeah, I get yeah. lost in a group of people. Like, yeah. yeah, because I, I always, I always got like alpha and beta, and like let the alphas be the alphas. You know, you don't. And if there's two alphas, you'll just see them like clashing heads. Like, um, I'd rather just watch, observe, say hello, and then find something in common with someone closer. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I don't, I don't need to be that guy. Which is again, it's it's quite. Um, uh, the opposite of what wrestling is because put yourself in that ring again put me in that ring give me a microphone and I'll tell you a story I'm confident in front of everyone when it's just when it's just me mm-hmm. if I'm speaking to everyone I'm addressing everyone who are my close friends I, I don't have that same confidence it's strange it's weird yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah I, I want to when I, when I wrestle I want to wear face paint which I, I think will give me confidence I don't know why I've never yeah. I've not done it yet but I'd, uh, going into the character I've developed I, th- I seem to be able to Cut promos and stuff, but Chris can't cut promos. <laughs> yeah, Gennari, Gennari can, and I don't know what I don't know what it is. But yeah. I remember um, on promos um, again in that period when I was floating about, and I got onto GPW and I did a few shows there. But it was always one of those I was I was tagging with this guy and I was tagging with that guy, and I, was, and I, I don't like them. You know, you you don't get the opportunity to shine, shine, especially when you're coming in tagging with someone else. And I get it; they want to see what you can do. But I asked uh, the owner, Johnny, I said, can I do a promo? Because I grew up like literally five minutes walk from where GPW's held. Mm-hmm. And I was nervous. I was internally panicking. And I was a face. I don't like being a face um, in, in that gimmick. And then I said, why the fuck have I just, sorry, why, why the hell have I just asked him, can I do a promo? And it, it literally, as expected, when you're expecting something to bomb, it absolutely bombed. There was no reaction. There was a, a polite, woo, and then, I went. I remember feeling terrible backstage, and I just wanted the whole, um, the, the floor to swallow me up. So after that, I kind of stayed away from them. But then I, I was getting married in twenty one, and I knew I had to like prepare for the microphone speech and things like that. So every time I was at a wrestling show, I was like, "Give me the mic, let me say anything." 
and slowly my confidence built up. So like now, when I say give me the mic, it's like because I want to address the audience rather than I need to get better. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's kind of gone 180 on that. I love doing promos now. Yeah. I interviewed Johnny yesterday. Really nice guy. Yeah. (laughs) I remember I said to him, "How was it, Johnny?" Said I didn't hear, but I heard it was terrible. I was like, "Fuck." I can't remember what I said. It was like, I've always wanted to wrestle here. I grew up five minutes down the corner, and I've got the chance to show you what I can do. And then there's literally like tumbleweed. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, this is this is not going good. <laughs> you think that just being a hometown boy, you'll get a, a cheer just for that? Yeah. Usually, so. <laughs> I, think that, I think that's what I kind of went for, but the audience probably thought, Oh, this is boring. We're supposed to cheer because you live here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like when you go, Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> so looking forward, where do you want to take the black sheep gimmick? Do you, do, do, have you got like opponents you want to face or do you um, got companies you want to work for? Or yeah, I mean, um, again, like um, I'm not putting pressure on myself now and I found myself getting the bookings without that pressure and it's perfect. I've got five companies I work for now. Um, I'd love to add maybe two more, but I don't want to do too much. Um, I don't want to overwork myself. I want to spend time with my family, especially after the pandemic. Um, but yeah, if I could do two more, one as a singles, one as a tag with Callum. Um, I mean, Pro Wrestling for You messaged me actually, and then this was started last year. Then they get back. So if they listen to this, Pro Wrestling for You. Um, but yeah. Um, in terms of where it's going, you know, I, ho- I hope for a singles title soon. I'm the number one contender for the Championship of Wales at BWP. Um, I won that in a four-way match two weekends ago. Uh, Drills a champion. There. I was thinking Drills a champion. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he just won it recently, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, so they've got a show this weekend, which I can't attend, unfortunately. I've got plans. Um, yeah, so I'm hoping for a, a good run. But you know what I'm more invested in is I don't want to go to a company and then, again, Oh, you're in a triple threat. Oh, you're in a, a mixed tag. Oh, you're in a. I, I, I've turned a few companies down because I want to go in with a plan. Okay, mm-hmm. so here's your plan, and it doesn't necessarily need to be you're at the top of the card, you're in the middle of the card, you're a title run. It's like oh, I want you to come in because we've got an idea for a story, and and that's what I prefer. Like I don't want to just be a spare part in a company. I want to go in with ideas, then give me ideas and, and work together and stuff like that. Because I feel like if you don't have that these ideas, you're just going to be floating about. Um, and if you don't present these ideas at the same time, they're going to just think that you may be another body that just wants to wrestle. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas if a company can see value in you that, and you're that you care about the company, then it's going to work for both parties. Like, you know, you're going to elevate them and you're going to try your best to do that. And they're going to have faith in you to give you this program. Um, I don't want to go, yeah, I'll, I'll work a tag match and then not see them again. I just don't see any benefit in that. So mm-hmm. give me a company, give me a story, give me a plan. Uh, I'll do it to the best of my ability. I'll promote you as always. Um, but yeah, that's all I want at this stage. I just want stories and, and plans and ideas. Always. This is Sandy Beach, and you've been listening to VVG Wrestling. All right. So if you're promoted for a day, promoting an event, so use the wrestler you've worked with, trained with, wrestlers associated with you in some way. If I give you a match, you tell me who you put in that match. So who who'll be in your opening contest? Get the crowd excited. So. The crowd excited. Um, uh, I mentioned him earlier on, Ravy Davy. I think uh, I've been on the card with Ravy Davy, and it is, as well as being a great wrestler, he's just such a nice guy. But when you're watching as a fan, say you finish a match, you're watching from backstage, and you're just watching, mm-hmm. it, you just can't help but smiling. And uh, I'd love to be a bad guy against Ravy Davy. Um, put us in an opening match, he's going to get the crowd going for the rest of that card, I can guarantee that. 
Yeah. So it'd be Diego match would be you versus Ravy Davy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he'd be going over massively as well. I'm not I'm not I'm not beating Ravy Davy. <laughs> he can have all the plaudits. Yeah, I hadn't heard of him until I got Instagram, and now, now he's just, yeah, he's fun. He's, yeah. Oh, he's brilliant. He's absolutely brilliant. Such a nice guy as well. I love yeah. him. Uh, who would you put in a comedy star match? Like... Rabbit. Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you know, um, it's probably going to be an answer to another one as well, but and I, I, I think he should lean more towards that than the, the super heel that he can be anyway, mm-hmm. but there's nobody like him in the UK scene. You know, he's, he's again, I kept coming through with him, it's almost like you look at him and think if you thought, if you saw him for one hour you'd think he's a strange cat yeah but if you spent the day with him you'd just go I love him he's absolutely brilliant <laughs> it's just one of those guys and I think half of the time he's got his bookings through that so he's on um, he did Unstoppable a couple of times um, and Phil does uh, the ring announcing there I know we got the Pro Wrestling Few booking through just hanging around with Phil backstage yeah. and he does um, Tidal and I'm sure it's the same with um, what's the African um, the Ugandan giant called? What's he? What's his name? Kamala. No, the uh, the one who runs Tidal. Oh, um, I can see uh, his, his name's lost me. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, it used to tag with Seb. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, he runs Tidal <laughs> as well. So I'm sure it's just by by being around him and showing that personality, like right, come and work for us. He's literally that guy because he's so funny, so brilliant, yeah. and it's so inappropriate sometimes as well. <laughs> who would you have him against? In a comedy match, okay. <laughs> see, comedy matches are hard because you do. Do you have two comedy wrestlers, or do you have a straight man and a? I think I'd have a, yeah. I'd have a. I'd have a straight. I think I'd have a, a serious man, but I'm trying to think of a serious man. <laughs> um, who's coming to mind? CJ Banks. Ooh, that'd yeah, be an interesting match. It would because I've never seen any other side to CJ's. <laughs> Other than I'm a serious wrestler. Yeah. I mean, he's a bad guy, still a serious wrestler. He's a good guy, he's still a serious wrestler. So I'd like to see that, just that dynamic of this weird, funny guy who's also a bad guy and making people laugh against this super serious wrestler. It's almost almost like Steve Blackman serious. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That'd be a good dynamic match, I think. That's a a good clash of styles as well. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Um, Your women's title match? Women's are oh, um, someone who I predict will be on progress in the very near future. Uh, Harley Hudson. Yes, uh, I think she's great. Um, the women's, and it's quite sad to say, but there's not too many out there at the moment. Um, top of my head, I can list ten names who are like outside of people like Rio and Alexis who are already doing progress and all these type of names. I'm trying to be outside of the box and say. <clears throat> This is who can, I'd like to have to elevate them more. So Harley Hudson is one, and um, Aurora Tevez. Yeah, definitely. I think I, I like, I yeah. Oh, she's me. Yeah, there, there is the second generation coming from next generation. I know after coming out of the pandemic, every show seems to be a combination of Jay Adams, Tonga, Lizzie Evo, and Alexis Falcon. Just seen, yeah, to speed them. That combination of them four. But now you've got like Harley, Hud- Harley Hudson and Lucy and Aurora Tevez and Lily Winter and this nice That's little. It, yeah. I mean, I, I could have I named Lucy, but weirdly, like, um, and I'm going to give the game away a little bit now, but because she's booked in against a, a guy um, mm. at my show, and I don't want to give too much of that match away either. But um, <laughs> after a match with Dougie, she can hang with the boys. She uh, can. In, 
in a non-offensive way because I don't want to um, disrespect the guys or the girls that she faces or even Lucy Sky, but she gives, she hits hard. Mm-hmm. She's um, again no disrespect, so she's surprisingly athletic, um, and she's just good in the ring, yeah. Um, so I could have easily named her, but I always want to say I want to put you against the meanest, baddest bastard. <laughs> I mean, rather than here's a girl for you. you know, I don't, I don't want to do that. <laughs> About your mid card title match, what? Which one, sorry? A mid card title. So mid card like title, like your workhorse match. Workhorse match. There's so many workhorses out there. Yeah. It doesn't have to be one on one. It's your show. You can put. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Workhorse. You know, it's, even though he's a main eventer, Joey's got to be there, hasn't he? Joey Hayes. <laughs> yeah, he's out there. He seems to be he's, everywhere at the moment. Every show I go to, he seems to be on it. <laughs> oh, it does. And I, I, was saying to, I was saying to, on the last podcast I did, I was like, the thing is with Joey, he's not, um, uh, is pretentious the right word, or particular, about what show he does. I, I've heard people say, don't do this show, protect your gimmick, blah, blah, blah. He will wrestle anywhere because he just loves to wrestle. Um, so you won't find him, no, I'm not doing that, it's too small. It's, you know, he'll wrestle at um, the biggest of the biggest shows, and he'll wrestle at the smallest of the smallest shows because he just loves wrestling. And... Uh, no he, seems to be in a, he seems to be in a I want to put the next generation phase at the moment because I, I don't think I've seen him win for a while he's oh always, yeah he's always putting over the next generation so. oh and he's just put me and Callum over him and DDL yeah. just put me and Callum over and um, you know he's so receptive as well because I was looking forward to that match so much I, I, I planned 70% of that match myself the, the, the match that we saw that was there 70% of that idea was mine the finish um, wasn't because um, Drill had his input, uh, the promoter, mm-hmm. uh, and obviously the guy suggested something. But he was so receptive because I've had matches before where I thought something was a good idea and then I've not used any of it because they've got their ideas and they're not willing to use it. Whereas Joey's gone, outstanding, love that. Yeah, yeah. let's go for that. <laughs> yeah, I love that type of thing. Uh, and if it's wrong, I'd like, I'd, so, um, people go, how about this? We'll do this, we'll do this, we'll add this. Um, or if they think it's great, the majority of people say, no, let's do this because they want to do their thing. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, he's that giving. He's um, he's brilliant in the ring. Um, and again, there's not one person in British wrestling that's got a bad word to say about him. He's just absolutely outstanding as a human being. Um, so I'd have Joey as the workhorse, but I need to give him a good opponent now. I don't have another workhorse. A match that I want to see go is 30 minutes. Who could that be? <laughs> Who could that be? There's so many coming through as well. Um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in a name that the match is coming up. Um, Jack Johnson. Ooh. Jack's about to explode. Yeah. Um, he's, he's, he's in the last eighteen months, he's got so smooth in the ring now. That I think that's probably the best word for him. Smooth. That's where he's at, um, and he's just in, ever improving. Yeah, it's, yeah. I love Jack. <laughs> Me too. Good luck. And he doesn't look exactly like Anthony Getsky. I can tell the difference between them. Everyone's just like, <laughs> they look exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a hardcore extreme rules style match. This can be anything from comedy twenty four seven stuff straight up to death match. You can yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna put me in there. I'm gonna put me, um, Alan and Jenna in a three way. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I've wrestled Alan multiple times. I've never wrestled against Jenna, but I've, oh no, I actually had a four way BWP. It was in that match. Um, I've tagged with him. Um, but I know he likes them matches. Oh, he loves them. Yeah. I can take them matches. I've just never really 
got the opportunity to have one. And uh, Alan's is crazy, crazy, crazy cat. So um, yeah, throw us through in there and watch it, watch it be destroyed. Uh, the ring will be gone, and you know, there'll be blood everywhere, and uh, we'll all have fun. Yeah, I'm not the hugest fan of deathmatch wrestling. I can do. It. I don't like things being pierced. So seeing things being pierced, so when people get like light tubes and stuff. Yeah. Like you know. <laughs> The light tubes, the yeah, light tubes, I think, the pins on their back and stuff. No, no. Yeah, the light tubes, I think, are the worst uh, weapon in death matches. I think they just look so crap. Like they don't look. Yeah. I know it's, it's supposed to be glass, but when when you see someone go through it, you don't think, "Oh my god!" You know. It, <laughs> and I'm not saying at the same time you should be thrown through milk bottles or or anything. <laughs> like that. But it, it just doesn't look too great. But yeah, the tables, the the um, kendo sticks, the. Uh, barbed wire, all that type of stuff I love, but yeah. If you're in a hardcore match and your opponent went under the ring and got a bag, would you prefer it to be drawing pins or Lego that came out? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I ha- so I had a feud with um, Bentley at BTW over, mm. is it 21 or 22? I think it might have been into both. I think it was over 21 and 22. And as a, as a nod to my old gimmick, I bought a shed load of toy soldiers and I put oh, them all, yeah. all into the ring. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and uh, I took a big body drop onto the toy soldiers, and uh, it was fine, to be honest. Uh, um, Alex didn't want to take any of that stuff, so like, you know, <laughs> I had to take it all in. So, um, but yeah, um, this is going to sound sadomasochistic, but I probably have to go with drawing pins, yeah, just I because I want to experience it once. <laughs> yeah, I do. It is quite a fifty-fifty split when I ask that question. So people, do, yeah. If they think, oh, if you just pull the pin out, but it's only from yeah. the, like landing on a Lego. <laughs> yeah, it's not a great feeling, is it? Unless you get it, you put both on the table, to set it on fire, and then fall off a ladder going <laughs> through it. And add, add a family friendly show. <laughs> cool. Yeah, your tag team title match again. You know what? I was, I was, I was thinking this on the drive home from work today. There's there's a dearth of um, talent in the tag team department in the sense that. We've got some strong tag teams, but are there enough? Enough? That's a question for me because, like, not just two singles guys thrown together, but actual tag teams like Synergy um, or Reese and Rogan, for example. Um, I don't, I don't think, and I, I love Synergy. Listen, there as tag team champions with Callum at This Is Wrestling, I've asked Drill to book it. Um, yeah. They're the ones I want. Um, us versus Synergy. They hit hard. They look legit. They're good with the crowd, um, all that type of good stuff that you want. Amazing as uh, face or heels as well. So yeah, hundred percent. They've put on a good match with anyone. Obviously, got to ICW. Same with recent Rogan. Two throwbacks, proper looking tag team. Um, you know, other than them, and I think there's a few coming through now from Stokeway. I can't remember the the names. Um, two young lads, but there's not many. And again, Act no disrespect. What's that? Act two. Is that what they're called? Is someone Nudson? Jack Jack Nudson and That's Benjamin it. Harland, yeah. That's it, yeah. Well, outside of us four, I'm, I'm struggling to name tag teams who have like the same gear, um, same synergy, all that type of stuff. So, and again, no disrespect to synergy, but look how many titles they're holding. Mm-hmm. And it's not that they're great because they, I'm sure, oh, do not do you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, in terms of tag teams, I'd love to, myself and Callum to wrestle Reese and Rogan of synergy. <laughs> uh, you've got you've got hard hitting with them them two and then with Callum you've got 
uh, an athlete, like a super athlete who can do anything in the ring as well. So it'd be a good dynamic. If it was like a six-way tag match, actually, that'd be phenomenal. I'd love that. Yeah. Look up the uh, Odyssey Pro Wrestling. They had Reese and Rogan versus Synergy versus RPD and Rick Marcus. In a, oh. I don't know if it was a TLC or just a ladder match, but it was... Did you have November last year? I think it was late 21, I think. So oh, that far back? Okay. Yeah, maybe, or early 22. It was, yeah, it was one of their early shows, of Odyssey. But yeah, it, that's, that's really good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. And my, my youngest, because Synergy heals at TNT, and they keep calling them a loser whenever they come out, so he hates Synergy. So seeing yeah. Synergy get put through tables and stuff, he loved it. So, <laughs> 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 cool. And then it's your main event. All ah, right, okay. Um, I think we might have seen this somewhere, I'm guessing. But two, again, two names I mentioned. My friend Carl, uh, Sandy Beach versus Sonna Derson. I think that this year, next year, five years ago, that can main event any any card in any promotion. Give them 30 minutes and watch them go. That That, that is... Again, I'm being biased with Callum. I, I, I don't think... People sing his praises enough, and maybe it has got to do with the injuries and stuff like that. Um, but I could name loads. Like I've got loads of people where I think give him that. Them, like for example, Luke Jacobs. Now. Oh yeah. I, me- I remember being one of his first singles matches that he had outside of being a tag. Mm-hmm. And when he, he he spoke to me backstage, and he was he was nervous because he said, "Could you walk me through this?" Because I'm not used to doing singles. And to think back then to where he is now, but even then he was great. Mm-hmm. I, I love him because I think. Um, He's a throw. Who's it? He reminds me of Stan Hansen. Yeah. For some reason, he just reminds me of Stan Hansen, and he's a big beefy guy. Um, put him in a main event because he deserves it. But obviously, he's onto bigger and better stuff now. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm talking specifically North Northwest here. It sounds like, and it sounds like uh, I'm talking about people who are, I could mention. Um, I've, I know I've mentioned CJ, and I know I've mentioned Joey, but I could mention people like Gradwell and mm-hmm. Ashton Smith and all these type of names. But I, in my head, I'm thinking what has not been seen. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's what I'd like to see in terms of give me a card and this is what I'd like to give an audience that have not seen these matches. I always think if I had a promotion, I want you wouldn't you would never see me do Martin Kirby versus Joey Hayes or Martin Kirby versus DDL or DDL versus Joey or or CJ because everyone's seen it a thousand yeah. times over the last ten years. So give me this guy who's on the periphery versus that guy. And that's what yeah. you'd see a lot of. Because you've got I, I feel like you don't see that enough these days. You know, so it's these guys versus these guys, and then these guys versus these guys, and these guys versus these guys. But no one's learning then. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, so, yeah. this guy versus this guy. By the end of the show, it's usually this guy. Now this guy's here. So it's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Even, even if he loses, if you put a good performance in the crowd, I'll be like one hundred percent. And I'm speaking with um, both Drill and Matt recently. Um, at this is wrestling. And you know what um, wrestling's not got enough of in British wrestling? And uh, I'm sure anybody will hate that term. I would. But I don't feel like we've got enough jobbers. Definitely. So imagine, for example, you got booked and you're one year in. And they said, OK, we've got five shows this year, Chris. But you've got three matches. Are you going to lose each one? You're going to lose to uh, CJ Banks. You're going to lose to uh, Martin Kirby. And you're going to lose to Sonny Derson. You'd be like, sweet. Sweet. <laughs> I feel like we've not got enough of the matches where people have got the role where you're going to learn here. Do you know what I mean? Write your box, who against, uh, we'll figure it out. And we're going over, 
don't know, don't think so. Do you know what I mean? I feel like them are the conversations mm. rather than forward long term booking. So I think Joel said he's going to look at something like that as well. Yeah, cause if you get the crowd behind you, when you actually finally get that win, it's, it's going to be yeah, like, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so, so yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. main events, uh, Callum and Sonna. I, I don't think I've seen that much of it. I don't know if they have had it. I might have made it. I think they might have had one at This Is Wrestling, but I'm not sure if Phil Michaels is involved in that, actually. Mm. I'm trying to think. I think I think everywhere I've been, I don't seem to think they've... I think they've either both been heels or both been faces. I've not yeah. seen them. Yeah, very so, good chance, yeah. Yeah, so, but I think it's something I think that could happen like TNT Ignition now because I think Son has just turned face there, so it could, it could be something that's happened yeah but yeah I'd love to watch that match I'm a huge fan of Son a huge fan of Sandy yeah. so. but, I think, yeah, I think for me, they're the 1A and 1B of next big major players in British wrestling mm-hmm. definitely yeah yeah I'd love to watch that card let's be we fun a lot of fun <laughs> so. where else can people see you in the near future so, so. so uh, wrestling Bolton Town wrestling the 24th at the Bolton Community Hub, that's uh, like a free show um, where there's football match involved with like some Nicholas and Elka playing, Fernando Hierro, all these ex-Bolton. But I've, I've, I've had to, because I've got a very busy summer in terms of holidays. Um, Saturday, I'm, I have prior plans. June 30th, I'm on a stag do. Um, August, I'm on a stag do. Uh, <laughs> I've got two weddings in August. Oh, wow. um, so yeah, it's it's a slow summer, but then I've got July 16th, which is my show, July 30th, which is This Is Wrestling, I'm sure I'll be back at um, BWP soon, uh, Unstoppable very soon as well, can't do their next couple of shows again because of summer, so yeah, it's on pause, it paused for me at the moment until uh, January the 24th and Ju- July the 16th, and after that I've got um, a stretch. Amazing. Um, before we go, do you want to promote any social media you have? I know you say you don't use it very much. But <laughs> yeah, well, my Instagram's just stocks, S-T-O-X-X uh, wrestler, uh, or stocks underscore wrestler. Um, Carl Stocks on Facebook as well. Um, I'm not really a Twitter user, but um, yeah, also just come to that July 16th show to anyone who's listening or watching. Because, um, not for me, not for the wrestlers, but for the family, because uh, it's a 500-seater venue. And... Mm-hmm. Um, We've got uh, David De Gea signed goalkeeper gloves. Um, off yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. We've got £100 John Lewis voucher. We've got two um, comedy tickets to the Frog and Bucket. We've got two tickets to... Uh, sorry, two... Um, a meal for two at Elnacott, which is a, a restaurant mm-hmm. in Manchester. Signed posters. We've got sweets giveaways, uh, alcohol giveaways. So the raffle is going to be probably the best British wrestling raffle you've ever seen. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, please come because you'll be doing the family a massive favour. Yeah, I put, I put links to the tickets and social media in the description below the interview. So I've really enjoyed speaking to there. I'd love to have you on again in the future. That was a lot of fun. So yeah, that's fun. I appreciate your time.